Hi, everyone. Welcome back to For All I Know. Um, I'm so excited for today, y'all, because it is officially Beat Duke Day. Like, what greater day to be a Tar Heel? Like, come on. Every day is a good day to be a Tar Heel. We all know this. But today is an especially great day to be a Tar Heel. And I'm very, very excited. I am watching the game with... Um, I'm watching the game with some friends at, at their house. And then... Depending on how the night goes, we will be rushing. <laughs> I sound so, like, optimistic about this. And I am. Like, I, I am. Either way, I, we're going to have a good time tonight. We're going to have a good time. It's going to be fun. Um, I'm going to go see my friends. And for all of you guys who don't know what I'm talking about, I'm talking about the game between Carolina and Duke. Um, it's a big thing. There's, like, news people out here. There is people who've been waiting at the doors for, like, since 5 a.m which is insane um props to you guys i could not um but yeah it's a whole thing super super excited about it but anyways um to get into the topic for today so i'm going to be talking about um overcoming fear of conflict and confrontation um and when i say overcoming i mean i i'm not saying that i still don't struggle with it in some areas um in some times but overall and generally um I have a healthier um, perspective when it comes to conflict and confrontation and so just to preface um some things that we'll be talking about today we're going to start with how I used to engage with conflicts in like middle school and high school and things like that um and then why healthy conflict is important why I feel it is important and why I feel like everyone should know how to engage with um conflict in a in a very healthy way we'll talk about that and then talk about some of the ways that the fear of conflict has limited me and then we're going to talk about some ways that i've learned to cope with healthy conflict and so we're going to be diving into a lot of different things today so um i hope you guys stick around but i also wanted to to preface that the whole point of this podcast is to truly engage in really really good conversation um and to do that, I really wanted there to be um, an aspect of this podcast that you guys can kind of put in your um, your thoughts and your views and things like that. Um, and so that I can kind of get, I can listen to those and I can be able to receive, um, you know, your thoughts on these specific topics. And so what how I'm doing that is that I'm doing that through the discussion questions. And so every episode will have a discussion question um, linked to it um, that you guys can engage in or you, if you don't want to answer the discussion question you can just you know message like type in any type of question or or thought or anything that you want basically um, and put it down there in um, in the discussion question box but yeah I'm doing this because I really really want you guys I really want this to be a conversational thing in a way and um, I hope that you you enjoy these topics and you enjoy um, you know listening to this but also have some good things to say um, and good some good ideas to to put out there and so anyways that's that but um so there will be a discussion question at the end of this episode but I'll introduce that when we get to the end but without further ado you guys this is a long intro <laughs> this is a long intro but without further ado let's get into the episode all right everyone so to start off I kind of just want to again preface um, what I mean by overcoming the fear of conflict and confrontation. And so when I say that, I'm not saying that um, I am completely, you know, the best at, 
you know, doing that or I'm the best at, you know, seeing conflict and being able to engage with it hands on and all these things. No, I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is that in my past, you know, conflict and confrontation, tension of any sort between a person was between people was always very, very hard for me. Because, like, you know, there's specific, like, specific moments you grow up and certain things just, like, it just triggers you in a way. And so that caused me to become an advent people pleaser. I was, I was definitely someone who wanted to please anyone and everyone because I hated tension. I, I hated tension so much. I even hated the tension that I thought about that wasn't actually taking place. It was just me in my mind thinking that, oh, like there's tension because this person did this or, uh, you know, they said it like this. I'm like, no, it's not. That's not the case. Um, And so with that mindset, I really I I genuinely had a fear of conflict and I had a fear of, you know, any type of um, tension that was taking place between people because I felt like it it gave me so much anxiety and I was so uncomfortable with it um, that I truly just blocked it out. I was like, I don't like this. I I can't do this. I can't engage with conversations that look like this or that, that seems so hard to have. I can't do it because my anxiety is going to go up the roof. I'm going to think about it all night and it's going to make my stomach hurt, all these different things. And so now I feel like I am trying, I'm trying to take, my fear, the fear of conflict and confrontation, and truly turn it around to to a different perspective. And so when I'm saying, when I say I'm overcoming fear of conflict and um, confrontation, I'm saying that I'm learning to take the feelings that I have towards it um, and be able to acknowledge them, but, but switch my perspective on them to not see them as scary, but to see them as things, okay, like, yes, I have this fear, I have this anxiety towards this, but why? Why do I have this? Or say, ask myself, um, or tell myself, you don't need to have fear towards this because when you think about it, this is this is this is natural. This is healthy. Like these are things that take place in this world, and we we can't be so uncomfortable with it that we never engage with it because then we never truly are going to understand each other. Um, and we're never truly going to understand how the world works because we work like the world is revolve like we revolve around um, healthy conflict and to some extent, you know, things happen with conversation. Not everyone is going to think the same way or, you know, believe the same things. Um, and sometimes that's going to create tension. Sometimes that's going to create this, you know, this this conflict that you're going to have to end up confronting, um, not in a way that, you know, you're trying to prove your point or not in a way like you're trying to just, um, you know, make someone else look bad, but it's going to turn into this thing where like, okay, like we need to have some mutual understanding um, of one another so that we can be able to move on with whatever we're doing. And so I want, that's, that's my personal goal. I want my um, perspective of conflict to, to, to be more healthy. And I believe that, you know, these like the past year or two um is well the past year honestly um i've tried to to gain a healthier perspective of this and so i it started i want to start off with um how i used to view confront confrontation and things like that when i was like in middle school and high school um and i kind of already talked about it if i'm not gonna lie like i kind of like already um 
told y'all about my peacemaking side. Um, but no, when I was in middle school and I was in high school, I was, I prided myself on being like an easygoing, non-confrontational person. Like I, I prided myself on that. I was like, oh my gosh. Well, I didn't actually say this, but in my mind, I was like, oh my gosh, people, you know, they, they feel like they can come to me. Like, I'm like, I love being that nice person that everyone could always talk to and things like that. Um, but if I'm being completely honest, there's some, there were some moments where I felt like that nice, easygoing person that was so easygoing with everyone that no one really like, I don't know. Sometimes I feel like no one truly knew me. Um, and I, I, it was hard for me to, to, you know, picture myself with someone who like someone or like someone in middle school and high school and whatnot. It was hard for me to like picture someone who like truly knew my thoughts and knew, um, knew me to, to the level that I, I wanted someone to know me, if that makes sense. Um, and a lot of that took place because there was like, I would, I honestly would just go along with a bunch of things. Like I wanted, I wanted to be, you know, that person who could fit into any type of crowd. And I was like, I was that person, but to a certain extent, like being able to like do that, it kind of just, I kind of felt like I just was like in so many different places and I, 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 I was accepting anything and everything. I, I hope this makes sense. Um, but I feel like there was many times where I was just accepting anything and everything. And I realized that I had so much, you know, like I was saying before, I had so much fear um, of not being accepted or being someone who negates um, or who um, is in conflict with someone else. I, I genuinely had a fear of that because I am telling you guys, I hated conflict. I hated it so much that I when when it came, I ran away. Like, and I also feel like this kind of made it easy for me to like deflect drama. Like I was not, I, to this day, I'm someone, I hate drama so much. And I feel like it kind of stems from this part of me. Um, that's like, I hate the conflict. I don't like it. It makes me feel weird. I don't like it at all. Um, so I, I genuinely hate drama. Um, and I remember like in high school and in middle school and things like that, things like that, when stuff would happen, I would like, you know, the, I guess the good part of it is just, like, I was not trying to deal with it. Like, I was like, mm, like, okay. And I was just kind of just like, go not um, stay away from the conversation, but kind of, yes, yeah, kind of stay away from the conversation a little bit. But no, so all of these things that I was doing in middle school and high school were, um, were out of, you know, this fear of, you know, creating any type of conflict or creating any type of tension between people because I was so scared of it. I was, it made me feel so anxious. Like I, I, I hated being that person that, you know, was like that challenges someone or like that made someone like, you know, uncomfortable, quote unquote, uncomfortable. And so all of middle school and high school, I, I prided myself on being this easygoing and non-confrontational person, but that that definitely limited me in in so many so many areas of my life y'all like i am like i'm in college now i'm a junior in college and i'm just now you know like well not just now i'll probably i'll say like mm, two years in um i have just been able to kind of like have this healthier idea of what you know conflict should look like um 
but I also like in order to do that, I had to realize how conflict and like the fear of conflict was limiting me, um, limiting me in so many areas of my life. And so one of the ways that I saw that it was limiting me was it resulted like I it resulted in a lack of confidence in myself and lack of self validation. And this one's a big for, big one for me because I struggled with so many insecurities um, coming through high school and going into college. Like it, there was body insecurities. There was insecurities as far as like I didn't believe that people actually wanted to be my friend. Like I like I don't know if anyone else has like thought this, but like I truly believe that I was like people just were around me just because I was easygoing, um, that they genuinely didn't didn't like me or didn't didn't truly like care too much about me. But I was, it was just because I was easygoing that people wanted to be around me. That was one of my biggest securities. And also with the self-validation thing and the confidence, I did not have much confidence in myself. And, and when I say that, I, I'm saying like, I wasn't confident in anything that I said. I wasn't confident in anything that um, I did because, like all of high school, like all of middle school and high school, I was so I was I was so good at adapting to other people's you know personalities and other people's um, you know environments that I truly didn't know. I truly didn't know who Brie was to a certain extent. And so I I wasn't standing firm on on pretty much anything other than you know, like my faith, um, to some extent, but like, it was really hard for me to stand firm in in that, even that. And so this lack of confidence and this lack of self-validation was truly limiting me to be able, like, to go out there and actually have like real conversations with people to go out there and, you know, meet people and become good friends with people. Like, Yo, like I remember with like the first time, some of the first times that I had some really, really good, like deep conversations with people. It wasn't because, um, I don't know, it wasn't because it just happened, but it was because I was willing enough to to engage in in topics and conversations that um, I truly valued, and I stopped caring what that would like what people would think about that like i truly i was like i i don't care this sounds so wishy-washy like not wishy-washy but it just sounds so um what's it called like um sensitive or dramatic because i've been i've been called that many times too um but like i don't care if it sounds sensitive or dramatic it's something that I truly value something that i you know i i believe that my at my core means something to me is important to me um and when i started believing that when i started like realizing that i was able to engage in all these in these conversations um in these wonderful conversations and i had to truly look like i had to truly see it as free like you've been struggling with the lack of confidence and the lack of self-validation because you're not trusting you're not trusting your core you're not trusting the things um, that you value um, you're not standing firm in those things and and realizing that people are people are not just you know like people don't just want to be around you just because you're easygoing and like you're a peacemaker and all, whatever and all these things people actually like you they they like the things that you know, you stand firm on, they, they connect with your values, they connect to the person that you are. And I had to realize that, like, I had to realize all, like, all the ways that my lack of confidence in myself, and validating my own emotions and validating my own thoughts and feelings 
I had to realize how how much that was limiting me and and it was it was a it's a whole thing but anyway anyways another way in which fear um, of conflict has limited me is that it skewed my belief of what it means to be a peacemaker um this one was a this one's one I had to sit down and think about for a second because I feel like a lot of times when we hear peacemaker, we hear someone who is, you know, everyone, let's sit down and get along. You know, let's, let's like, let's, let's find um, a good compromise. Like it, it sounds like that. Y'all know what I'm, y'all know what I'm talking about. But when you think of a peacemaker, you think of someone who is catering towards, you know, both parties who is like trying to make things come together, trying to make people be nice to one another and things like that. And, when I thought, when I sat down and thought about it, I'm like, no, that's, that's not really, you know, what a peacemaker does. And part of me was even thinking about like, like a peacemaker is someone who takes, kind of takes both sides, like who looks at both sides, who understands both sides and is able to help ease um, the tension between the two by engaging in, you know, like some, some type of good conversation or some type of, you know, um, challenging thought that doesn't get everyone stuck in just this, um, this, these feelings of anger and all these really, really strong emotions. But I, tr- I truly believe that a peacemaker is someone who, who asks the good questions, who challenges both sides, um, to see their own perspectives um, and to kind of engage in good conversation with one another. Someone who who creates a peaceful environment, but also doesn't strip away, you know, the what's what's going on. But it's like, okay, um, this like we have y'all have this problem with one another. Okay, we're gonna sit down and we're gonna talk about it, and we're going to respect one another's point of views. Um, we're gonna listen to one another, and we're going to engage um in in whatever this topic situation is i i feel like a peacemaker looks more so like that than just trying to you know be like oh everything is okay like everyone calm down things like that in an all perfect world you know that would work but in in the world we live in y'all like People have strong feelings. People have strong emotions. And in order, I feel like in order to be a a truly effective peacemaker, um, it's not just about bringing everyone's tension levels down. It's about um, having people engage in conversation with one another that is healthy and that is, um, that is fruitful at the end of the day. Um, and so y'all can... Also, you can leave your ideas of what you believe a peacemaker is, um, what a peacemaker looks like when it comes to conflict and things like that. Um, I would love to hear your ideas, but that's that's just one of the ideas that, that popped in my head. Um, and so, another way that I want that I want to talk about another way that fear um, of conflict has limited me is that. Again, like I said, it made me super anxious to engage in any type of conflict out of fear that I would upset the other person. Um, And this has limited me because there's been so many times where, you know, people, I feel like people didn't get my actual thoughts. They didn't get my real um, authentic thoughts um, because I was scared of how they would respond to me. I was scared of how they would respond to, you know, the things that I was saying or, you know, how, how I felt about it. Like I... 
I knew for myself that I was like I'm strongly like I felt strongly about this certain thing. Um, and if they negated that in any type of way, I was like, okay, I'm going to that's going to like repulse me. Like I'm like I'm going to step back. Like I'm not going to what's it called because obviously they have some stronger feelings or or whatnot, and I don't want to you know create any tension or anything like that. But I had to understand that it is okay to have strong opinions and strong thoughts and strong values towards things that negate other people's like that's okay I feel like it opens it opens up this great opportunity for two people to really engage in understanding to engage in one another's thoughts and their opinions and just just imagine what type of world we, we would live in if everyone sat down with both of their strong opinions and strong emotions towards things and said okay we're not we're not going to throw these at each other but what we're going to do is i'm not going to i'm not going to strip away how strongly i feel about this but i will allow myself to under like to to listen and to understand you know your side of things and then maybe we can both understand something about one another um and maybe there can be some mutual respect maybe there can be some mutual understanding um and it doesn't have to be this scary thing that creates so much tension and anxiety and, and fear in the future. Like it doesn't have to be that. And so be like thinking that way limited me from seeing, you know, the beauty that could come out of conflict and that could come out of the, a type of confrontation. And so ways like ways that I believe, you know, healthy conflict is important is because it trains you to have a healthy, it trains you to have these healthy conversations with people. It trains you to be able to sit down with um, people in your, in your future careers, uh, in your future um, school environments and things like that. It, It trains you to be able to sit with people and be like, okay, I'm coming with my ideas and my, um, know my my feelings towards this but i'm not going to let that stop me from being able to hear your side and to be able to understand where you're coming from and then open myself up to be like okay like maybe there is some understanding there or maybe there is some some truth to to that if it if it comes to that great if it doesn't okay but the idea the idea excuse me the idea is is that we are engaging with this conflict quote-unquote conflict um in a healthy way. And so I also believe that it it trains you to be a better listener. Again, it offers understanding, like we just said. Um, And then it tends to cancel out ambiguity and guessing how people feel. This is such a big one, y'all. Like there's, there's too many times where I, and I'm speaking for myself too. There's too many times where where conflict happens and the tension happens because people are not being fully honest or people are not um, saying how they actually feel. And we know this because it happens all the time. Like instead of, you know, sitting down and having a conversation with someone, what do we do? We ghost them. We, we block them. We, we do all the things that don't result in an actual conversation with this person and i mean like things happen sometimes you have to block people sometimes you have to do like these things but um a lot of times that we see in you know our society now is that you know instead of you know in actually sitting down with someone and having that conversation not having that hard conversation um we we kind of just you know like i'm just gonna let this slide onto the side like (laughs) like i'm just not going to engage with it and i think that 
with having healthy conflict and sitting down with someone and talking talking things out or or even if you don't want to sit down and you want to have a FaceTime with someone or something like even doing something like that it it tends to like I said cancel out in any ambiguous feelings or trying to guess how someone feels and then oftentimes if we're being completely honest uh, we guess wrong <laughs> a lot of times like we guess that someone oh, they feel like this. I'm sure they feel like this because the way they said it in that text or, you know, they 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 think like this because I, I heard them talk about this in a certain way like a, a, a few weeks ago or something. I don't know. I don't know what that scenario looks like for y'all. But being able to sit down and have that have healthy conflict with someone, it tends to cancel that out. You're both sitting there and you're both like, okay, like we're going to, you know, I'm going to talk about how this made me feel. And I'm I'm not going to, you know, like point fingers or anything like that. But I'm just I'm purely stating that this made me feel a certain way. And I just want to come and talk to you about it or talk to this person about it. Then, you know, you know exactly how that person feels. You're not guessing. You're not having, you know, these um, all these excuse me, all these thoughts about, you know, oh, what could this person possibly be thinking about me? Or what could they possibly be saying um, outside of this conversation? You're not having that. that that's not, that's not going to be a thing. When you sit down with that person and you're having that, you know, quote unquote, healthy conflict, you are engaging in something that is solid and that is not ambiguous. You're not trying to figure out all these different things. And so um, ways that I've been able to kind of cope with healthy conflicts over the years is that I had to learn to be myself and to let my heart speak for me. Um, this, this has also been, you know, challenging just because, like I said, when I was a kid or I was in high school and middle school, I was always that person, you know, that wanted to be the easygoing one and that always wanted to be, you know, this peacemaker um, that I, you know, the way I saw a peacemaker was skewed, but I always wanted to be that, that person. And I feel like that, like that stripped me from being myself a lot of times. And so now that the way that I'm engaging with conflict is that I want people to see me I want them to see who I am in, in what I say. And I also want my heart to speak for me. I know that my heart means, um, my heart is pure in what I'm saying. And it is it's pure in the way I think and my thoughts and, and all these things. And so I want my heart to speak for me. I don't want my emotions to guide me because my emotions come and go, you know, but what's what's on your heart and what lays on your heart is is something so more so much more stable and foundational to who you are that you have like when your heart speaks for you, then most of the time there's more understanding that comes through these conversations because okay, it's like you see when you're talking with someone and you're and you're allowing your emotions to kind of override you, sometimes like you kind of put your heart to the side or put your um, your intention to the side and you just get stuck in the moment. And that's not something that I want to do. I want I want to be able to be comfortable enough to be, you know, be myself, but also, you know, like just let my heart speak for me. Um, and so that's one of the things that I, I, I've been doing or been trying to engage in. Um, and also another one is not invalidating the other person, but simply sharing my perspective uh, and letting the facts speak for themselves as well. And so this is important because 
um, when you're having conflict or confrontation with someone, you don't want to be that person or you don't want to come um, come in with this idea that you're only right and that your idea and your perspective is the only only way to go. No matter what that looks like, I don't know what you know there's y'all's conflicts and and things like that have looked like, but normally normal normally you don't want to do this because it, it it automatically skews the conversation to only be focused towards how you're right and that other person is wrong. And so come in with this idea of, you know, not invalidating the other person, but simply coming from your perspective and letting, again, letting the facts speak for themselves. And when you do this, it should be enough. It should be enough. You shouldn't have to feel like you have to, you know, put down the other person or, um, you know, like tell them all the ways that they're, they're wrong. Like, no, if you're, if you're truly right, like you think you are sharing your perspective and, and, you know, letting this fact speak for themselves will be enough. And so another, another thing that I've learned is that prefacing my intentions for the conversation, um, has really helped. Like, again, this is another thing when I say, let the heart speak for itself. Like, you know, my intentions come from my heart. And so when I preface that beforehand, it, it kind of just was like, okay, it kind of just puts out there that, you know, this is what I want to come out of the conversation. This is where my heart is. And so it kind of trains my mind to be like, I, like, I'm not going to speak for my emotions or my feelings, but I'm going to speak from my heart and my intentions come from my heart. All right, everyone. So that is the end of today's episode. And so thank you guys so much for for listening. Um, I do have a discussion question for all of you today. And it is, are you okay with healthy conflict? And if so, what's your best tip for those who aren't? And if you're not okay with healthy conflict, what burdens do you have about conflict? So I truly hope that this conversation, that this topic, um, helped you out in some type way in some way shape or form um that you got something from it but you also was was able to take a step back and 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 think about your own your own intentions your own heart when it comes towards um having these conversations um yeah thank you guys so much for listening i hope you have an amazing rest of your day um and also for, for right now it looks like that i'm going to be posting um episodes probably every Monday or every Tuesday I haven't really figured that out yet but from what it's looking like it's going to look like it's probably going to look like every Monday so um I will also update you guys with any like changing of of schedule but from what it looks like it's going to look like that but thank you guys so much for listening have an amazing day and I will see you all in the next episode bye